And now, on with the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to episode 56 of the ABC GCI Coffee Break podcast. First episode of season two, first episode of 2023. My name is Allison Jackson, joined each week by Mike Maloney and Kayla Rodriguez-Santiago. How's it going, everyone? How was your new year? Going great. My new year is fantastic. I'm excited for the new year. It's going to be an awesome new year. I can feel it. We can feel, everybody can feel it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Mike, what about you? What's going on? Looking forward to the new year, uh, 2022, close the book, close the, uh, close that chapter. Let's move on halfway through the school year. Uh, we were off for a couple of days around the holidays. It's good to be back. Uh, I felt like we were off for a little bit longer than we were, but, uh, slow to get going here. And we're looking forward to it. we got lots going on season two podcast, lots going on for this next upcoming couple of months. We are. Do you guys have any new year's resolutions? I do. Uh, Kayla and I talked about it a little bit today, this morning. Um, my New Year's resolution is I got to get myself back to the gym, which is a lot of people, right? Take care of yourself. Uh, make some time to mental health stuff, right? Need to do that. Just go to the gym, spend more time with the family. Kayla, how about you? Yeah, same. I mean, we talked about it. And for for me, it's definitely all around wellness. So like therapy, physical fitness, right? Like having a trainer, really making sure that I'm not feeling as old as I feel right now. And I'm only 29. So um, just all around wellness, making sure I take my vitamins. Those are definitely all my three years resolutions because those are, you know, small things that just kind of fall off. So that's for me and Allison, what do you got for, for new year's resolution? <laughs> um, I mean, I, Every time I try to do a resolution, I feel like I put so much pressure on myself that I like burn out so fast. And so I'm trying not to do that this year. Um, you know, definitely rooted in wellness, like overall, but I am every morning I'm reading like a passage from, um, two of these books that I have that they're basically, they talk about different kind of like themes for the day or themes for the week, or just like, ideas, concepts to kind of like help you frame your mind in like a positive way or like to help to kind of like work through certain things. So, um, so far so good. I've been doing it every morning, um, reflecting on it throughout the day and it's been super helpful. So, you know, if anybody wants to jump on that train with me, feel free to let me know. I can send you the passage every single day. I'm doing that with my friends. Um, So Do you have a way to like track it? You know, like if you were to, you know. So the, say- yeah. So the books themselves are for each day of the year. So okay. like I turn to, I don't even have to put a bookmark in. Like I'll just turn to January 4th. Nice. I, like this morning I turned right to January 4th and read whatever was under January 4th. So that's the way to track it because then I'll be like, oh, cool. I read the whole book. But then nice. also I'm taking a picture of it and sending it to every single day to my friends just from one of the books um 
so that we're all kind of tracking it. We can look back at all the, all the different ones from the day and, and the year at the end. So yeah, that sounds that's so what cute. I'm doing. That's I what I'm like- doing. I'm not giving up soda. <laughs> I'm not giving up. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to get to like, you know, another yoga class each week. I definitely have to focus on that for myself. Um, as opposed to teaching as much as I do overtaking, but, um, it's all good stuff. Don't burn yeah. out this year. Don't overcommit. Do what you got to do to feel good. Absolutely. 2023. And we uh, want to thank all the listeners, right? So we're growing every single week, which is fantastic. We appreciate everybody liking and sharing and following the podcast, talking to people. Uh, you know, we've got some great things on tap for 2023. A lot of uh, construction industry things, trends, things like that. Uh, next week, we're going to be joined by Carol Fayola our new marketing events uh, person here at ABC Massachusetts. She's going to come on with us next week, talk about all the great things coming up in the future. Uh, in this week's episode, we've got uh, Ron Pike from uh, Alpine Environmental. He is the president, owner, founder. It was great talking to him. Uh, we had the pleasure of meeting his daughter last year at the golf tournament. She was an amazing help for us, uh, and she's doing great things over there. Over at Alpine Environmental, they are asbestos removal people, mold remediation, uh, historical restoration people. So uh, let's hear it from Ron. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, after being back for our first you know, episode here in the new year, we've got Ron Pike, the president and owner of Alpine Environmental. Ron, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been a long time coming. We've been trying feverishly to get you and Kristen on the podcast, and we know that we've got you today. So we appreciate you taking the time, and we know that the folks at Alpine are very, very busy. So why don't you tell us about yourself, your company, and what Alpine Environmental is all about? Well, we started this, uh, my dad and I started this company uh, 1991. So we're still kind of going through the trial trial phase, I guess, right? <laughs> still new. Still pretty new. <laughs> first 32 years is uh, a charm, right? Um, <laughs> we got into it from uh, the perspective of, uh, I got a mechanical engineering degree from, uh, back in the day was University of Lowell. So that's how old I am. Um, and uh, now it's UMass Lowell, but uh, indoor air quality, HVAC, and thermal were all my 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 things. And um, <clears throat> one of my friends got out, took all the same classes, but he went into industrial hygiene. And he said, "Hey, Ron, you got to get into the Enviro. That's where it's at. Asbestos is very super exciting. <laughs> all that." <is> <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So, long story short, I kind of got pulled into it. I never it was never really part of a plan, but next thing you know, it. Um, you know, in the asbestos world back in the late 80s for a little bit and it started this thing um which is and then my dad kept his paying job thank god so starting a business <laughs> got married and started a business the same month which is really a good idea um, <laughs> uh, and it's um you know i guess uh at the time when we talked about before we started the podcast it was uh you know the lead stuff was so new, right? And people had had lived with lead in their house and had paint in their house for years and had no idea. And then what are some of the services that you provide to, to get rid of some of that lead? Well, we, we started off doing uh, the classic, classic, if you can call it classic lead abatement, which was your uh, you know, stripping the woodwork. And in Massachusetts, it's always been super strict and more, more so than anywhere else in the country, frankly, for going back into the 70s even. Um, so we started doing a lot of uh, stripping of woodwork and also replacing... I'd like, since we didn't come into it from just a, a painting perspective, which a lot of the guys here did, 
uh, we're like, no, let's let's respect this place. We're gonna we're gonna reproduce the woodwork that you have. You have this beautiful Victorian casing. You don't want me to strip it to five feet like it's some sort of a you know just a a, a flood zone uh, with just a, this terrible line of demarcation of just shredded woodwork. So we we went into it from kind of a nice perspective of let's let's treat the house with a little respect. And uh, so then that that grew into the historical because we started restoring windows. We got pretty good at it because every all these lead painted old windows are. are the nice old rope and pulley or some old colonial stuff, you know, single hung with push button, you know, 250 year old hardware and stuff. So we, 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 we spread into that too. So we got a pretty robust historical division, which is, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's the funnest. That's the most fun part. But then we also have, uh, uh, and then also got back into the asbestos after a, a long hiatus because everything's the asbestos world is, is certainly vibrant. And then um, what are some of the services that you provide? Because you talked about, you know, some of the historical side of things. So you not only do historical things, but you do current and modern homes and business as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we do. We do mold, mold remediation. Uh, basically, it's, it, we take, in essence, what we do is we take bad things out of good places to kind of put it in, uh, in, in words. Um, we, we do all the remediation. Uh, we have a crew, we have about 10 crews out in the field. Uh, they, they're all pretty much cross-trained. Most of them are all cross-trained. Some have the better specialties in that, you know, selective demolition. They're doing asbestos work. Then we have our lead division. We have our mold division. And most of the guys and gals are cross-trained amongst those. But uh, so we, we, uh, we, we work on residential. We've been working for schools. You name a, a prep school. In the Boston area, southern New Hampshire, we 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 we've been with them. You know, chances are we've been with them for a long time. Uh, colleges, universities, churches, and uh, and now so we're pushing hard to uh, to expand our uh, our asbestos offerings into the uh, the GC world. So we've been more, we've always worked with the general contractors, but in the last three four years we've been pushing more to uh, we have we have the chops for it. We're coming from the residential institutional world. Tra- transferring into the, uh, the, the the commercial world and the government world, it takes some time. It's not the same. Different different rules. Absolutely different sets of rules. And you know, how how uh, just the, uh, the the paperwork and uh, and getting my whole team all tuned up to that. We had to bring in some new some new talents. So we got some great people on board with uh, the industrial experience and, and the uh, the commercial experience to make that transition. So that's been a, that's been probably the biggest thing that happened here in the last three four years. Now, if uh, someone was listening, you know, had a, if they weren't sure if they had letters, asbestos in the house, they could call you, you would come out and test everything, correct? Actually, they, they don't allow the same company to do the testing. It's kind of like you're, you're going to school and correcting your own paper. Right. Uh, so <laughs> wow. it's, it's, it's not allowed by, by, by law. And I wouldn't want to do it anyway. So it's just, it's better to have that third party. So we have a network of, of state licensed private inspectors. That we work with, the, the, some work in uh, you know exclusively residential, some work exclusively commercial, and some do both. So um, and same same with the asbestos as well. So we don't do any testing for mold, asbestos, or lead. We just do the actual remediation and abatement work. And I, I can speak from experience. I had um, I had a flood in my basement. Uh, washer hose let go and flood in my basement and you know the insurance company comes in and they're going to pull the carpet and they're going to replace everything they can and then they say oh the the old linoleum tiles have asbestos in it so they couldn't just come in and rip them up and grind them up they had to literally like look like a uh, like a de- decontaminate zone right they plastic everything off and bring yeah. the machines in and grind everything down and did a great job so uh, yeah. i'm sure that's yeah. some of the stuff you have as well some of the equipment sure. you have, but sure. 
And then yeah. uh, Alpine Environmental, very active on social media, and uh, we follow you guys. So what are some projects that you're currently working on you can talk about? We're doing some cool ones. I mean, we, we got to, again, uh, we're getting, uh, um, my favorite is always the, the historical stuff, but we got some nice commercial things going. One of the Boston area VA hospitals, we're, we're just getting it underway. With a bunch of uh, lead, lead paint removal of uh, metal, metal structural steel. So uh, this, that all, all these things that were built back in the 40s, 50s, or earlier, um, just miles and miles. Every I beam, every column, every uh, and all that. We we have to do a lot of uh, removal, not necessarily to go lead free, but to get it so that as they're upgrading these buildings uh, to new codes, they got to do a lot of welding. So we got to get rid of the lead paint. You just can't weld over lead paint for you know physical reasons and for health reasons. So. We're in there doing a lot of stripping. Especially with the age of some of the houses in New England, right? They're all super old houses. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. is what is maybe one of the oldest houses historically you've had to take care of? We, the, the, going back a few years, probably 20 years, we did the Matthew Bridges house, which is 1685, the oldest house in Lexington. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's amazing working on these. Um, we're working on one in the 1790s up in Peterborough. It's an old mansion that's been around forever. Yeah. And it's uh, <clears throat> doing window restoration, woodwork restoration. It's just like the details that you see in these places it blows your mind when you realize that they were built by people with no power tools. You know, um, it, it's just a, it's shocking some of the level of craftsmanship with the uh, the woodwork. So we love being part of that and un, kind of peeling the layers of the onion and seeing how the you know, the painting history, the house's history, the floor plans, and say, man, this place used to be a salt box, and they blew it into this big, huge mansion. Um, it's very that, that's one of the more enjoyable aspects of my my business. That sounds amazing. Sounds very, like I said, maybe letter as best as yeah. not as, as exciting. But the things you're doing sound pretty exciting because you're you're making things look you know new or uh, you know refurbished. So it's talk about some of the maybe um, any of the projects you're working on. You want to talk about some of the maybe things that seem out of the norm or unusual that people would find interesting. No, well the. Um... Down in the, uh, we're getting we're getting it underway right now. Basically, we're just doing the uh, the, the uh, national parks down in uh, Concord, Lexington. They're doing a bunch of old houses that have been very very neglected for a long time. Some of them are the old uh, um, you know, historical Minutemen houses type of thing, and some of them are just more generic 1850s to 1900. That we consider that in the newer <laughs> the newer segment of the architecture for us. Um, but window restoration, some selective demo. Um, things like that. So bringing these houses back uh, in, in, in light of the, uh, the 250th anniversary of the revolution starting in 1775. So that's coming up in a couple of years and uh, the national parks are popping. So, and it sounds like you're doing some incredible projects, but what's a dream project for an Alpine, do you think? What's a project maybe you've never done that you'd love to do? Oh, a dream, oh, a dream project. All right, let's see. Oh, I got some. I mean, we're, we've mm -hmm. done a lot of dream projects. We did the Colonel. I'll, I'll tell you one that we did and I wish I, I did it again and again. Colonel Barrett's house in Concord about 10 years ago. That was also for national parks. That was a 2000 hours of labor. They, they, they wanted us to go in and strip the house. It was built in 1705 and remodeled, freshly remodeled in 1768. And it didn't look much different. And they wanted us to go in there and strip and say, hey, we can strip paint. We could do the, make this look like beautiful new woodwork. They said, no, 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 we want you to save the woodwork. So it looks like the original, you, you need to save the original coat of paint, the 1768 green casting based paint and we i said you can't do that <laughs> they said well can you try because it's a 
it's the very that's the that's the house that started the revolution. That's the house that caused Paul Revere to ride. And the, you know, one if I land, two if I see. The British were going to Colonel Barrett's house April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, to grab the cannons that he stole. Holy cow! So, that was my dream job. I got to hang out. We did a job. We did a shoot with uh, this old house. I hung up the day over there with Norm Abrams afterwards because uh, we work with this whole house and standing at Colonel Barrett's house talking to Norm Abrams for the day. That was my dream job. I, I mean, I, I hit contractor Nirvana ten years ago, so it's all downhill from here. Yeah, geez, yes. All right, so all right, so take that one off the checkbox, right? Checklist, <laughs> right. Uh, the bucket list. I mean, what else? What I mean, I, 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 you can't go much better than a seventeen oh five house around here, right? Because yeah, uh, you know, I'm not sure how many houses are still around since seventeen oh five. That's a that's a crazy. You know, think about how old the country yeah. is, right? The country's not that old, yeah. but that house is seventy years older than the country. Right, is, right. That's it mind great. To me. My yeah. Yeah. And then, um, as far as Alpine Environmental, who? What are some types of companies that you guys are looking to work with? Uh, you know, types of GCs and subs. Any general contractors that basically, you know, if they're working with any kind of old old work, you know, new construction. Of course, a lot of times with new construction, you still have to knock something down. So we do selective demolition, and, and every time you're doing any kind of demo, you got to have a, your, your asbestos surveys. Um, we will go in there and take care of the asbestos. Um, get that out and we in our, our report card always says that we play well with others you know we, we try we know our role and we know that our job is especially when we're, oftentimes we're showing up first um, we need to get out of the way we want to be fast and quiet and done uh, so that's that's how we like to play it as much as possible and not not being that guy the company that uh oh yeah it was, it was going great till <laughs> the abatement happened right, uh, right. We, we do try to make it uh, make it work we, we get we get it you know? Yeah, that's great. And uh, Allison, do you have, do you have anything for Ron? I just think it's very cool that you know, if I heard that correctly, that you know, your dream job or dream like project was something that you actually got to do. So that's yeah. yeah. it's pretty cool because it's like you know when we usually frame it, it's like, oh, what's your dream project? You're like, oh, I'd love to do this or I'd love to do that, and you're like, oh, I did this. I did my dream job. I did my dream project. Like that's so cool. Yeah, so no. now it's like you can have another dream project that you can right. think up and accomplish and have, later too. Have you has Alpine done a lot of work with this old house? That's something you guys often do. Yeah, yeah, but we've been under about 10, 10, 11 episodes. So going back to two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So uh, and they're all great, great guys and gals. What a what an amazing team they are. So that that's our that highlights our residential world pretty nicely. And um, we still do some work for Silver Brothers um, offline in their usual, do their selective demolition and things like that too, and abatement. Yeah, Most, great. You know, right? It's all about, all about the networking, all about the, the, the who you know, right? And get out there yeah. to talk to people. And then right. um, what's, what's next for Alpine? What's the next big thing that you guys are going to take on? Next big thing for us is really just to keep growing our, our commercial, our commercial asbestos division. Cause we used to be, again, I was in ABC long ago before we went back into asbestos and you know, there's not a lot of industrial commercial light abatement going on, which is what we're still, we still do some of it. And the jobs certainly come. Uh, I want to grow our asbestos division to what our, our, our lead is. And uh, we, we've got, we've got a great team put together. We've got some, um, we've got people with you know decades of experience doing commercial work. Um, so that's, that's, I, I feel real good about our position right now. And that's where I want to take it <clears throat> the next two, three years is going to be focused on that. And then of course, moving forward. So to the listeners out there, if you're, uh, and Ron, what's the best way to get a hold of you or part of your team over there, Alpine, if they have any questions or they want to talk to someone over there about 
services you provide? Yeah, just uh, go to go to our website, which is uh, which which is a uh, which which will get you all the port, portholes into us is alpine-environmental.com, and uh, and also just call, call us up at you know nine seven eight two five zero twenty seven forty, and uh, you, you we're pretty visible. Just just Google up Alpine Environmental in Chelmsford, and uh, we'll be all over you. Love it. All right. Now, Ron, here comes uh, everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Uh, this is the lightning round. This is where we insert some lightning sound effects. And then uh, Allison's going to take it away. And this is sponsored by Elsie Anderson. Special thanks to those guys over there for helping us out with the lightning round. Allison, take it away. All right, Ron, first question. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Didn't what is your... It's <laughs> me too. Um, all right. What's your favorite caffeinated beverage? Coffee, soda, tea? Coffee, coffee, or possibly coffee. <laughs> same. We're on the same page so far, you and I. Uh, best book you've ever read? Oh, wow. I've read a lot of good ones. I, um, I don't want to go political, but uh, I don't know. I love, I love all historical stuff. I read you know, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, McCullough's books, Adam's Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, Good stuff. Those are that is my jam. I like this. I like the old buildings. I like the old books. Hey, that's a cool thing. It's great. What was your least favorite food as a child, and do you still not like it now? Brussels sprouts. <gasps> evil. And what about now? now? My wife is an amazing cook, and she makes me literally go crazy for Brussels sprouts. So yeah, Ooh. it's been a one eighty total one eighty. Wow. Brussels sprouts like no other. <laughs> Nothing against my mom. My mom is a great cook, too. Don't get me wrong, but she didn't make Brussels sprouts. <laughs> we love an underdog story. Brussels sprouts it. coming up on top. Love it. <laughs> what would the title of your autobiography be? Wow. That's probably it. The title would be Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the Ron Pike Exclamation story. point wow. or a period? Yeah, yeah, with an exclamation point. Yeah, it's been, it's been a hell of a ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. If you could have an unlimited supply of one thing, what would it be? Unlimited supply of bada bing cherries. They're impossible to find. Ooh. I mean, for making an old fashioned, nothing beats them. They're very hard to find. But I think I probably could dig a little deeper and come up with something better than bada bing cherries. Listen, I respect it. (laughs) What is your cell phone background? My cell phone background is a picture of a door I took when I was in Rome a couple of years ago. I, I was very excited about the architecture in Rome. Cool stuff. Just a big old... building guy. Yeah. I'm getting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could instantly be an expert in one thing, what would it be? Probably stock market trading because that'd be a lot more fun than mm, probably make you more money. Yeah, yeah, too. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely funds. a nice little side hustle. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is your favorite midnight snack? It used to be, um, yeah, just popcorn, but I stay away from that because that's the devil. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> very good for your digestive system. Hot tip. Yeah, midnight though, midnight. That's, oh, yeah. that's oh, so easy yeah. to go down that road. Next yeah, fair. Yeah, like blacked out, like just covered in alcohol, just just popcorn kernels <laughs> and salt. It's butter everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. What was the last country you visited outside of the US? Uh Switzerland. Ooh. When was that? Yeah. 
three years ago, Christmas with my two boys. One of them was over for a semester in St. John and I took my other son, he's, he's 18 at the time, and the, the, the three of us went, uh, we spent Christmas um, skiing. That was terrible. Very cool. Very <laughs> cool. All right. You survived the lightning round. <laughs> nice job. Right. Nice job. So, all right. This is uh, we're talking to Ron Pike today, president owner of Alpine Environmental. They're out of Chelmsford, Massachusetts. They do all sorts of uh, lead paint removal, mold remediation, asbestos, and period restoration. So give our friend, Mr. Pike, a call if you're needing that done. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate having on. Thanks, Ron. Thank you very much. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much to Ron Pike for joining us this week. It's always so great to have somebody from the ABC world to come to chat with and, you know, do a fun lightning round. It's always a great time. In the new year, we have trainings, trainings, trainings. We have our trainings up there through June. So if you want to plan the first half of your year, you can do it with us. In January, to start, uh, when this episode drops, this class will be tomorrow. So January 7th, Confined Space, 8 to 11, ABC GCI Woburn Office. There's still a few spots left, and there probably will still be a few spots left when this episode drops. So definitely get onto um, the website and sign up. We have a 608 Universal Certification also on January 7th, 8 to 12. Um, so you have some time to sign up for that if you are listening to this on Friday, January 6th. And then to start February, we have the OSHA 10 Hour for Construction, February 1st, 8th, and 15th, again at the ABC GCI Woburn office. And then the same dates will have the construction supervisor license prep for exam. We haven't run that one in a while. So if you're needing to prep for that CSL exam for Massachusetts, definitely check that class out. It's a really good one. You can check out all of these classes and the rest of the event trainings through June 2023 at gwgci.org forward slash events. Next week, we have... John Annarelli Jr., the legend from Medford Wellington on the podcast. So definitely tune in next week. Before we go, be sure to like and follow us on Instagram, ABC GCI Coffee Break. Be sure to give us five stars on Spotify. Follow us, share our episodes, like us on all the things, all the places that you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to 2023. And we will see you and talk to you all next week. Let's go. Let's go.